Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Master of Punk's Tamer Sages, the king of ring himself. But your boy Thicky Smalls, Jerome Michaels, in the house. It's Monday, it's 2 o'clock, you know what that means, it's time for Slick and Thick here on Gas Digital. It's your boy, Gerard Michaels, the Honky Kong, Vanilla Gorilla himself, and to my right, as always, at 6 foot 3, 200 pounds, and every one of them is a problem, the master of punks, the tamer of sages, the CEO of the RNC, the king of the ring, the future champ, Slick Mickey Gall. How are you doing this Monday, Mick? You're doing pretty good, buddy. I bet you're doing pretty good. You look pretty good. You got a nice haircut. I oh, like it. Thanks, Do you buddy. feel like you look good? Did you feel uh, like you looked good at your shows all weekend? I honestly thought the dude went a little too high on it. Nah, nah, But nah. I got a lot of compliments. That's just going to like last longer, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I'm always down for a little frugality. Yeah. You know, a little, little high and tight, man. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, enough about that. We got to get right into the mixed picks, man, because uh, yeah. there was one man, one man. I don't, I don't know. In all of the punditry, you I listen don't. to ESPN, you listen to a friend of the program, Rashad Evans, you listen to Chael Sonnen, you listen to Michael Bisbing here on Gas Digital, you listen to every single person, guys who are normally super right, and they said, Izzy, 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 Izzy. It's almost like, it was almost Izzy? like... Uh, treating Sean uh, Strickland as if he was a Buster Douglas type over here. Right. Like like an also-ran. Like this is just, you know, something to keep Izzy loose while uh, Duplessis gets, uh, gets uh, you know, Ready, healthy. healthy, yeah. whatever. But at a 5-1, to one, when we did the show yeah. this weekend with the Drinking Bros, yeah, two great guys, awesome dudes who run a great show, and people watched the show, they informed me, that not only did you make the pick, the line got further. It went from 475 when we did the show to by the time of the fight, it was up as high as 510. He was a more than 5-1 to one underdog, and you called it. You called the upset of the year. Called Easy. It. I did it. What made you think Shirkland was going to win? Just be, well, I mean, just because you, you sparred on him, your friend, like you were very confident about it. I, don't, I just had a feeling, man. I just I, I just had a feeling and like yeah yeah I, I've trained with, with Sean everyone who trains with Sean knows he's good mm-hmm. you know he uh, he has good defense he has good space control um, you know I thought well, he's the champ he's the mother he's champ. The I'm champ. so proud he's of him he's not good so he's happy the champ yeah you no know, yeah but but what I'm saying is like you can you know you you can, you can tell and what he did I thought he was gonna like I. What he did with his pressure he was focused the whole time I loved his focus I loved his pressure his defense. Put on a clinic. Put on a clinic. He was barely getting touched. He was checking everything but on everything. He, he put his little pressure with his little Philly shell. I thought he was going to rest a little more. They even said in his game, like in his uh, training, that was what he planned on doing. Yeah. But got it done, man. It was a masterful performance. Happy for Sean Strickland. Congrats to the, to the new 85 The champ. new. Yeah. Cool. So at least for one Period of time. Take focus, man. He's the best fighter in the world, and they can never take that away from him. Yeah, he's a champ for the life. The best in the world. He's a champ for life. The the weird thing I thought he said is, uh, he thought he, he, you know, 
And he wasn't even like I don't think trying to take a dig at Izzy in the post fight. He was like, I thought I was fighting an amateur. I was like, he's throwing punches. I was like, I'm, this is like an amateur throws punches. This is. He almost felt like Izzy wasn't into the fight or didn't seem interested in it or wasn't I don't trying. Know. I don't. I didn't really see that. I didn't really. Well, that's see what that. Strickland said. I, I know. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't really know what he means. I mean, I. You and know, he was. He was Izzy's hand think, picked the opponent. Izzy. Izzy like went to the table. And people for are Strickland. saying like, oh, Izzy had an off night. Izzy. Uh, it could Dana, Dana was like, Izzy looks slow. I thought Izzy looked like Izzy. I thought I and I think Izzy's you know that's what makes it so special with Sean mm -hmm. did. Izzy's one of the best hundred, one of the best fighters you know ever. Yeah. One of the best eighty-five pounders in history. Yep. But Sean did, did the mother thing. I thought I thought he won pressure, four, pressure four out of the five people. rounds by for sure. Yeah. And yeah, he put on intelligent pressure. Uh, it was like that drowning salvo. He he blocked shit. He'd step in, landed a big shot, almost had him out in the first round. Mm -hmm. I was really, I was really happy for him. I was, I, there was times where I was afraid he was gonna get lulled into that game where he's following, like where he's almost too patient. Mm -hmm. But bro, his patience, his focus, his defense, uh, his boxing, all that, his jab, masterful performance. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. It was really cool to see. I, th I forget who it was on Twitter. They said this has to be the first guy to win a championship just throwing a one-two. Says the first guy to win a championship belt throwing a one-two. I would and then say somebody it definitely responded, isn't. Somebody respond. Yeah, right. Somebody respond. It's the basics is really the best. Not the flashy. Shit, the the fundamentals. The people who are the best at the fundamentals, like take Izzy for example. He has great feints. He has great jab. He has great feints and great that uh, feints are fund are fundamental. You can, you get great at those tools. You got a great jab. You take it all the way to the top. Mm -hmm. So I, I I think that person obviously they're just a cat. Like they don't know what they're talking about. But like. The fundamentals happen. Uh, if you have a great one too, good luck. You know what I mean? Well, I was gonna say there's. It's actually not because there's one massively famous performance where a guy literally just threw a one-two, and it's when George Foreman beat Michael Moore. George Foreman. If people go back, and then what was weird is that his one-two. If people go back and watch that fight, and a lot of people are now because you know Big George Foreman is having such success on Netflix. Foreman <laughs> looked like he wasn't even trying to land. Yeah, no, it's really funny. Speaking of. Uh, friend of the program Vicente Luque mm. me and him were sparring last week and he starts doing this oh he did the Foreman and I'm like you watch that George Foreman thing he's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's, fucking, he's playing with that before, little George Foreman shit Foreman. you know what I mean yeah that little cross guard I like yeah. that but Foreman if you go back and look at the Moore fight it looked like with his jab he wasn't even trying to land the jab he was pawing at the hand he was he was pulling the guy's guard down with the jab a couple times it looked like he was grabbing the hand to pull it down hey you can I, I, I didn't know that was legal in boxing. I, you can do whatever, man. You can you can punch their face. You can punch their glove. You can put, pull their head. You can pull their glove. Mm -hmm. And he just had to land you that just, one. You just got yeah, just make it look like you know. And that's and back one. in the day, boxing was there was a lot more grappling in it, like not all the way to the ground, but it was like you were allowed to work in the. Clinch You're talking and shit. like early, 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 early days. Jack yeah, Johnson I'm talking, boxing. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah back back then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jack That's, Jack Johnson. People like people. those like those bare knuckle guys. There's a lot of body shots. That's why I would go so many rounds. Those dudes are well. That take was the it. idea behind this, right? That was the idea because you can you can grab the guy with that I, that lead I, hand. Yeah, I think so. And then the, you know you're kind of covering. And I the think body. there's something about this, but not yeah, because you didn't have to worry about your face as much. They were worried they're about worried, breaking their hands. Yeah, if you you drop your head, they're trying. They got to fight again next week to make a little money. They got to fight again next week. Yeah. That's such a great point. Yeah. Yeah, you can't fight four or five times in a month with a broken hand like old. You can uh, fight, yeah. No. You know, Jersey Jersey James. Braddock over there, the gentleman Jim, right? Yeah. The uh, James J. Braddock. James J. Of, Bur of Bergen, uh, North Bergen, New Jersey. The Cinderella Man. The Cinderella Man, played by Russell Crowe. Yeah, and uh, a decent week. Beat I, Max Bear. I started out the week with with a great. Max pick. Bear killed a guy. 
Sorry, yeah. dude. I have autism. <laughs> yeah. Max Bear killed him. Max Bear killed him, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, who's the other guy? Um, the other big one in those days. The guy that was like 70 pounds bigger than everybody. Back when a heavyweight was 210 pounds and this guy was 280. The uh, um... Primo Carnera. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Primo. Primo. You ever see those? Who beat his those ass? Those long. Uh, who, a couple guys. A couple guys got primo. Yeah, but there's someone who like really became like the man. Like they were just like, I th is it? Was it? Uh, was the kid, the dude who, ran, who used to ride around on trains? Uh, was it Jack Dempsey? Jack Dempsey. Because I, I check check if, if I'm correct on that. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Jack Dempsey's got a crazy story. Um, yeah, he was like a. You know what? who knows all this stuff? All this stuff, Mike Tyson. He's yeah. like a boxing historian. A lot oh, of the yeah. guys I learn about from Mike Tyson interviews. Oh, so you'll hear Tyson talk about it, and you'll and look, like, look him up, look correct. up their Wikipedia, look up their their fights or whatever? Yeah, he's like my my Tim Cast, but instead of politics, it's boxing. You know, and they got me on a, on a Jack Johnson run. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, but I thought it was really interesting. Jack then, Johnson was a bad. Bad mother. Bad mother. Riding around with white women in a time oh, where yeah. that would get you killed. Yeah. Oh, dude. Hell yeah, brother. He, he has one of the greatest quotes of all time. He goes, uh, you know, they never let me forget that I was black, so I'll never, I'll let, never them let them forget, forget. That I was black. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Jack Johnson. Yeah, he's riding around he's town legend. breaking laws and with the white women. He he has one uh he has one that he gets pulled over and you he do the Jack for Dempsey speeding. Primo Carnera thing? He gets pulled over for speeding. And the fine is, is oh, yeah. 50 bucks or something like that, which in that time was an insane amount of money. 50 bucks is a money. lot of money back yeah, in, what was it? Probably it? Yeah, like, early, yeah, early 1900s. Probably a million dollars. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably a million. Yeah, with, the, inflation. with inflation, correct. Yeah. yeah. So he gives the guy a $100 bill and says, and the guy's like, what's this? Is this a bribe? Like, like about ready to get him? No, because I plan on speeding on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a video of uh, Jack Dempsey? I just want to confirm that Jack Dempsey beat Primo Car Carnero. Carnero. Natalie! Is Natalie in the announce today or what? Christian. Uh, Natalie is here, yes. All right. Christian. I'm muted. Oh, she's, oh, she's muted. muted. There she is. All right. Hey, I'm back. Hey, what's up? Sorry, what's I didn't going mean on? To shout. Oh, no. You're cool. I'm at a Christian a little bit. Why? He's, I asked. All I asked was to confirm the Jack Dempsey. Primo it's actually Carnera harder. Thing. It's actually Natalie, harder to find Natalie, did, did, did Primo Carnera lose to Jack Dempsey? Look, why don't we just ask? Why do we even ask producers when we have Siri? Because we have Siri. Producers. Did Jack Dempsey beat Primo Carnera? Oh, it is. Uh, did Jack Sharkey take a dive against Primo? I don't know if they ever fought. Yeah, I can't remember. See, this is why I wanted my producer to tell me oh, real man. quick. Yeah. So. We got. Uh, I called the big. I called the big Doesn't upset like Thursday fall. night. Detroit with the outright win against Kansas City. Uh, the first half under was fantastic, but the big loss. Uh, well, I had. I took two L's this weekend. I was not. Two, it was Joe Lewis. It wasn't Joe it wasn't Lewis. Joe Lewis. Them. See, I'm. I'm so like not racist. I don't even see color. That's right. Like that. So like I can't. Couldn't even tell you. You just, you the, just call, the gentleman. I just remember the point was, the guy. It, it was a case of like where someone has all the physical gifts. Like Primo Carnero was a giant, mm -hmm. big, strong, but the other guy was was just like a f dog, right? And I I, I think there's a, a fight where this applies to Dempsey as well mm -hmm. with a different guy, but like he was just Joe Lewis was just he you know what I mean? Primo Carnero sometimes big guys they don't like getting hit as much. They're not as like used to it. And when Carnero fought uh, Lewis. That you saw that there, mm. you saw that there, and there's a great Jack, Jack Dempsey one. That Dempsey's a good guy to look up to. 
Um, but yeah, that was the point I wanted to get around to with that. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you don't see color. You just call him the bomber. He's not the brown yeah. bomber. He's the bomber. Uh, you know, Joe Lewis told me that Frank Sinatra, you know, big friends, and uh, Joe Lewis was 119 years old when uh, he bought Primo Carnera. A lot what? of people don't know that. Say that again? Joe Lewis was 119 years old when he fought Primo Carnero. A lot of people don't know that. I don't get it. Rocky Marciano coming to America? Uh, no. I don't, is Coming to America? Is that uh, the movie? Have you ever seen Coming to America? No, I'm familiar with, with the concept. You know, Teddy Murphy, and he's like a prince and stuff like that. Oh, but well. I, was, I think I was made before I was born. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. But it's, it's if you get a chance to watch it, it's a classic. One of the. Yeah. So if you get a chance, Christian, There's pull up weird the, the barbershop scene, Rocky Marciano. It's crazy if you start like naming movies, yeah. right? I'll be like, oh yeah, it's start, like this guy and this guy, and it's about this, this, and this. But I, I would have never seen it. So like, you're, I'm aware you're... of it in the like, pop culture way, but I haven't actually seen the movie. But it almost like it feels like I have. It's so so pull it up here. It I know, and that's Eddie Murphy, and that's Eddie Murphy, and that's Eddie Murphy. Well, that's Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> That's Eddie Murphy. Oh, there they go. There they go. Every time I start talking about boxing, a white man got to pull Rocky Marciano out their ass. That's the one. That's the one. Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano. Let me tell you something. Marciano was friends with Mickey Mantle. Rocky Marciano was good. But bad as Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano ain't shit. He did Joe Lewis's. That's right. He did whoop Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis was 75 years old when he fought. I don't know how old he was, but he got an ass whooped. Joe Lewis had come out of retirement to fight Rocky Marciano. The man was 76 years old. Joe Lewis always lied about his age. He lied about his age all the time. One time, Frank Sinatra comes out here and sat down in this chair. And I said, Frank, you hang out with Joe Lewis. Just between me and you, how old is Joe Lewis? You know what Frank told me? He said, hey, Joe Lewis, 137 years old. 137 years old. Oh, man, you ain't never meet no Frank Sinatra. You. 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 Who's next? All right, yeah. I mean, it's an all-time classic. I like the... I like the ending so the uh that's kind of like the that's kind of like the uh the half baked one is like you you you're cool you yeah, when he's yeah, his absolutely job. yeah that's like the only guy that fell off after half baked everybody like i don't know what happened yeah, jim brewer but um so that that scene in that movie they tried to make a spin-off of just those barbers and eddie murphy tried to negotiate a whole lot of extra money and then they just gave it to ice cube ice cube and it became barbershop but that's where it, it the, uh, the franchise starts that's so really i didn't know that so technically barbershop is a spin-off of eddie murphy coming to america yeah right. yeah yeah, interesting, yeah. Interesting. but so we got we got uh Mixed picks over the weekend. Mixed yeah, picks. So we we killed in. We got the big one in the UFC. Mm-hmm. We the got big the, one. the biggest upset of the year. I called that. Called and, it. And now we get to go to Madison Square Garden with the Drinking Bros. Ooh. And I get to choke out homeboy Giorgio. Giorgio. Yeah. Low. On the show. We you made know, a couple, couple bets. I knew what I was. We, got, we might have to get Shorty. We might have to get Shorty Strickland there to see that because you I, know te- Giorgio te- needs uh, to explain yeah. the low cage IQ. <laughs> I think I, I straightened him out. On I got one. the clip right here. <laughs> if we want to see. Yeah, it. yeah. For people that for people that are, didn't see Saturday. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Four seventy five. Bet a thousand to win five thousand. Going strict. Black belt. Strickland has grappling. It's got to be above Izzy's grappling. Georgia was Izzy a D1 wrestler. Smart, makes it dirty, puts him on the cage, grinds into him, takes him down. Strickland. How does he touch him? He's gonna stay. He's gonna stand back for a little bit. Apparently a lot. Touch and then he needs yeah. to change levels. Get this in there. Is, give me a clean. The man with the lowest cage IQ in the he UFC is gonna a, fight smart. Whoa! He does not have low cage IQ. 
He does not have, I, I disagree with that 100%. Well, he's as close to a Forrest Gump as we have in this world. It's Izzy all day. <laughs> You're asking what we're putting on. I get yeah. Here's the best. St. James, St. James. John Jones Stipe at the Garden. We will buy tickets for you guys. Ringside, we'll, all the four of us will go. Drinking Bros, your show. We'll go, we'll buy the tickets for ringside, and then we'll all do the thing in New York City, and at least I can get off on that. Like, those are thing. two fighters done. that I can get off on. He done. If he's that yeah. confident in Strickland, Ross, here we go. he'll take it. Done. Perfect. Yes. Done. Done. Go, baby. done. Perfect. Yeah, awesome. We'll <laughs> Funny ending, Sagar. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. That'll be fun. Ringside. Ringside. Hey, that's about a $50,000 win right there, buddy. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got it. Yeah. I'm glad you guys got it because I don't know how I'd be able to be your producer after that if you if you lost to them. Oh, guys. dude, I, I I after the show was over and you know we went and got lunch, I was like, Mick, I hope you can pull some strings to get us ringside tickets at Madison Square Garden because I can't afford that. And uh, he's like, I don't worry, Strickland's got this. <laughs> <laughs> Strick's got it. Yeah, Strick's okay. got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna take out a mortgage in that. I was gonna take out a mortgage for that. You know. Maybe yeah. like maybe I could have like tattooed brands on me or something as I sit ringside. Like I get a forehead tattoo. I would of, have like, had to rush my recovery hymns. and fought on it to get, <laughs> to get the four free tickets they give me. <laughs> I would have like fought, came out with my hand wraps on, sat at the seats. Like it was a good time, guys. <laughs> 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 That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna, yeah, no, I'm there before the fight. I'm like, all right, I'm going next. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just, I just don't warm up. Just I get just, some stretching. Just hang out. Just yeah. stretching. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> I'm ready to rock. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, dude. It's hilarious. But we don't have to worry about that That'd now, do we? Cool. So yeah. isn't that the beauty of gambling? Just win. Just just, just win it. It's win, not baby, a problem. Win, baby, win. That's just win. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately. Well, so what do we, no, no. Before we get to unfortunately, what was now? What was my numbers on the fights? Was that like, was that, I only got one wrong? Uh, I th let me pull that up again. I was so focused on the NFL picks. I Gosh darn it, Natalie. Finish the fight picks. One sec. All good. We can go NFL picks. I have that video. Yeah, but that's the bad news that we're gonna get. Uh, okay. Well, no, the bad. Not all bad news. I, we we missed on two really. I gave a big one on Thursday. If you bet Thursday, it should have covered the losses on on Sunday. Yeah, if you listen to us combine on Thursday, <laughs> listen to me say the under and Gerard say uh, the Lions. Yeah. You gotta you guys gotta take everything with a grain of salt. Pick your spot. Just all take right? all our picks and yeah, you'll win. Yeah, just, if you if you bet everything, you're gonna be good. We're still like, clearly over fifty five percent. Yeah. Uh, well over. Man, the Vikings killed me. Otherwise, I would I would have had that a big my, Sunday was, if the Vikings that, that, did their damn job. That was crazy. And and watching that game, it was like the Vikings should have been up. Like they were controlling that game. It was just like it was bad turnovers, red zone turnovers. Like they they should have been up 18 points. Did you see what the announcer said to Matt Ryan? No, what? <laughs> so close to Matt Ryan. And Twitter went nuts. They were like, wow, he did him dirty. And Matt Ryan, I don't think he got it. And I don't know why the announcer did it, but what the announcer, that? I forget, it was, was it Kevin Harlan? Whoever is Matt Ryan's partner was, he goes, Matt, don't you think the Lions, the the uh, the Vikings are dominating this game? Don't you feel like it should be 28 to 3 or instead of 10 to 10? <laughs> And Matt Ryan, the, Matt, those yeah. numbers, the, the numbers that the Patriots came back against yes. his Falcons and lost the Super Bowl because yeah, of that. Exactly. They just you just say anyone any like football fan if you just say twenty eight to three, uh, you're like oh yeah. The whole city the, of Atlanta the, 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 knows yeah, what that the, is. Falcons blew that one, didn't there, they? There are people in New England with a 28 and three tattoo. Oh, I know. I've seen them. I know people have them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's how you know he's not a knack. Bro, every, every every year on uh, uh whatever the time they make the date well, i don't know yeah 28-3 march 28th yeah 328 yeah, march yeah 28th. exactly yeah the so i was like if you look at that right he like processes it for a second and he goes 
and then he like continues with his job. Yeah. But I wonder at the next commercial if he was like, "Hey, hey, don't ever do that again." Yeah, what the f- was that? What are you talking about? Why those numbers? Yeah, I was just thinking of any numbers. It, but it can't. I, it was. I think he. I don't. I think he. I don't think he was making a jab at him. Maybe he was like, "Eh, Matt Ryan's first time on air. Maybe we'll stick it to him as the boy." You know I, what I mean? These, these announcers are crazy. I think these announcers do so much prep so fast to forget everything about a team in one week. He must have just associated like those numbers with Matt Ryan Had too, to, right? And like, yeah, it's like the guy that wanted to do the thing about the Negro like League. A Freudian did slip. you ever see that with Kansas City? He's yeah, like, yeah, I did yeah, the yeah. Negro. Yeah, what a the, great day! We, we were supposed to go to the Negro League uh, uh, museum. And he said the no-no word. Yeah. Oh. And then the whole rest of that broadcast, he knows yeah, he's dude, getting he fired. Fucked up. And he's so he, sad for the rest that, of the broadcast. You can't say that fucking word. You can't, as a white person, you can't say There's that word. There's one word. Now look. Two words, you, maybe. Yeah. In America. And, and a couple of them were said in the in the UFC this past week. Well, and okay, actually, yeah. dropped, two guys dropped them in the post fight. Should we play the clip? Um, no, nah, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> you can look it up. You can find it. But, uh, no, no, yeah, no, They, no, they no. used we the F-bomb. We the new F-bomb. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, you can't. Look. You can't say those words. One, that that word makes makes gay people feel bad, so don't say it. Oh, I wasn't even bad. thinking that word. And then that was the F word that they said. And then the N word, it makes black people feel bad. Yeah. So don't say it. Yeah. But yeah. you say it in your room by yourself as much as you want. I don't I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true. By yourself. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I've never know. done that. I don't know if that's true. What do you mean? When you when you say it in you the can't, room, you're not, you're, when you, you say you're it in the room to yourself, do you say hard R or are you just like rapping? <laughs> All I'm saying is you uh, you can say, you you're look there's you're, you can make any now, mouth noise you want, but you should never say that because it'll make people feel bad. But what goes so on but what goes on in your forest. room that's really uh, that's that's really between you and you and you and God. Baby. You and you and black. Saying if you, a tree falls in the forest and there are no black people around to hear it, it doesn't count. <laughs> I don't think the black people are the ones who really get offended anymore. It's the liberal white women yeah, around. They're yeah, they're the ones that are yeah. yeah, come no, your neck. If there's no white women around, who's to say it really happened? Yeah, I, I walked uh, two white women at our show this weekend. You'll be happy to know. Um, yeah, we did a show in Grand Rapids. It was awesome. But uh, I guess two people didn't. Uh, two people weren't enjoying themselves. Nah, they weren't enjoying themselves. They walked out and they they in a, in a bit of a fuss. They said, "I don't need to take this." What'd you say? Ah, you know, just things about. What did you, know, you do? Just some thoughts I have about you know people that want to bring back mask mandates and. Oh, I guess I'm gonna. Yeah, and and uh, you know people that are you know they generally want ma- mask mandates. They're pro mask mandates. Yeah, They're like, yes, I, I, we want that. How dare you say no? I guess no. they you know they didn't like. I want my, you smelling all I, day. I did a bit where I said, "Listen, if you're transgender, God bless you." Legitimately transgender, Hell God yeah. bless you. Hell yeah, brother. This is America. Sister. Live however you want to live. Live your life however you want to live it. If you ask me nicely to say your pronouns, I'll say your pronouns. If Hell you yeah, ask me brother, nicely, as long sister. as you don't come up to me demanding me, I'm a they, them, whatever. If you say, hey, look, Gerard, my name's Bob, you know, uh, if you could, just call me he. I'm like, you got it, Bob. No problem. But clean up your, uh, clean up your, your penis has been bleeding for a week now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Just keep it clean, Bob. You know? Yeah. And uh, I guess that was the... They had enough of that. Yeah, I mean, I they don't like the idea of, of bloody uh, genitals. I, I'm, I that's agree. That's probably why. They were like... That's what they're mad about. They just didn't like that image in their brain. That's probably it. That's it. That's probably it. I also uh, said the best way to... to um, to bring this country together is if we just all gang-banged Hunter Biden to death. Like, nobody likes him. So, you know, like, Republicans, Democrats, white people, I, black I, I people. I think some Democrats just, like him. We could just gangbang this dude to death. And everybody, like, I it's, bet it's, a lot of people like him. You think so? 
Yeah, like his dealer. Oh yeah, the, yeah. You, um, Ukraine loves them. China loves them. Yeah, the, they love them. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. So maybe, maybe they were of uh, Ukrainian. Just the like normal Americans descent. who don't like being so, uh, sold out. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. I, in all in all that's fairness, the ones who don't like them. I went really. I went. I went harder than I normally go. I went, went more harder than I went B. more political than I normally go in my sets and. Uh, it was polarizing. The people that loved it really, really loved it. And the people that didn't like it really, really didn't like it. Yeah. But it was a fun. It was great. Grand Rapids was awesome. Grand Rapids is a cool ass city. Um, but I think, that's, Michigan. I think that's how I'm doing it from now on, bro. I don't. So you're in Kansas City. I don't city give a shit and, and, anymore, uh, you know? You're in Kansas City and. Uh, yeah, we did Kansas City. We did a private event in Kansas City and then we did Grand Ooh. Rapids. Oh, yeah. It's a private event in Kansas City and then we did uh, Grand, Grand Rapids at the Wealthy Theater in Grand Rapids. That's dope. We should do a uh, Slick and Thick show there sometime. The Wealthy Sing Theater? Yeah. I'll have to go to the Wealthy Theater. Yeah, it's. Um, Wealthy? It's in a part of town that can only like it's like you know how uh, Kanye said they named their daughter Alexis because they couldn't afford the car. Yeah. Wealthy theater. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you're like wealthy theater. Wealthy theater. Wealthy theater across from the Dollar General. Um, so what uh, what I got on the true. on them picks, Nat? Uh, I can't find the picks Unbelievable. From last week and the results at the same time, but I can tell you what the results were if you remember what you picked. Hmm. Natalie doesn't uh, follow our Instagram. Cool. Uh, oh, you... I follow it. I just watch it and I go, this means I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know what their moves are. I don't know. I, I'm pretty, I, uh, whatever. I think I went like five and one. Five and one. Uh, I can read them and you can say if you picked them or not. The, no, nah, the, the big the big one that, that he got was Sean Strickland. And then I know you got Malarkey right. I know because I, I, I took your picks. So. You picked Cap. Yeah. Look, that's, I'll tell you what, you turned 100 of my dollars into 700 of my dollars, so thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. Um, Happy to make your dollars turn into more dollars. Yeah. Uh, Tua would have been nice. That would have been a nice one. Volk. Tui Tyvosa? Yeah, Tui yeah. Tyvosa. Yeah, Volk, Volk put it on him pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen an Ezekiel choke in a long time. Yeah. I don't even know you can do an Ezekiel without the gi. What are you going to sleep Giorgio with? For a naked choke? I think I was the bet. Okay. We could mix it up. Hmm. I'd like I to see like a, a standing guillotine or something. <laughs> He's yeah. Got Does he? Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, yeah maybe, we'll, yeah, maybe we'll do something sexy. We went through a full plethora of picks. Uh, yeah, speaking of plethoras, we went through a pl with, with, uh, our buddies, the drinking bros, very, very interesting picks. And, and I got it. Hey, St. James, St. James, our boy RP. Why does he go? Why does why does Ross go know. by St. James, St. James? I don't know. That's it because his Instagram is St. S. T. James, S. T. Yeah. James. Hilarious dude though. His name's Ross Peterson. Yeah, and I, it was a remarkable how much he looked like you in that movie. Oh, the the new guy. It was remarkable, <laughs> remarkable. Yeah, he's funny. And he's got the gift of gab. He was when we were doing the show. He was brrr, brrr, brrr. Yeah. he was like running running down the. Yeah, he's a true pro. Yeah, really good. It felt like we were guests and on the dance. Table hilarious oh dan's dan's like he he's he very dry he's often. dry but he's when he has something to say it's a bomb oh my god speaking of so we're going oh, through our shit. picks we're oh. going through our picks and rp i gotta give him a ton of credit he basically nailed every pick he nailed them all he uh, nailed football? He, oh yeah i mean called dallas better than anybody called dallas he called miami he he nailed the picks we got three of our four picks minnesota screwed us uh seattle screwed me can't believe that one so wait what did what did do you know now this is what nat will know uh what we did on on the five picks we we picked for the show i that went little, i went three and two 
You went three and two. Yeah, I went three and two. I think I'm. I might be three and one right now, and I still have the Jets to go. You got tonight. the Jets tonight. That was my underdog. Your underdog, the Giants. How do you feel? How do you feel about the Jets tonight? I feel good about them. I feel good about them. And I don't. I'm. I, I was what? originally going with the Bills, but then, like you said, like I said, like you said, Dan Holloway, the great Dan Holloway, the great said. Dan Holloway, reminded us. You know what? It's just better if we play the clip. Christian, can you play the clip? This is the real game of the week. Yeah, it's yeah, Bills yeah. at Jets. Yes. The yes. Bills at Jets. Monday Night Football. Yes. I guess if you have nothing else to do on Monday. <laughs> yes. I am all in on this game. This is my lock of the week, actually. Really? It is, yes. Um, I've got the Bills in this one, minus two and a half, and here's why. I believe in Rodgers. I, be I believe in the whole thing. I love the story. Hard Knocks has been great. Everything else is rad. Brees Hall is still coming off the injury. Dalvin Cook is still coming off the injury. This team still needs to gel. He's only played about two possessions with these guys. Bills, same team. They've been hubbing. And then they added Dalton Kincaid. I've never seen a better tight end in football in the last five right? years. He's not even yes. their starter. He's not their starter, but he uh, will come in knock, and they'll yeah. line it up in a two tight end set because they no. still didn't pick a running back for whatever reason. 49ers need a quarterback. Bills need a running back. 49ers quarterback looked pretty good yesterday. I don't understand why, but I got the Bills in this one only because I think the Jets need time to gel and they'll they'll grow as the season grows on, just not week one. Here's my take. I think the, it's the Jets, right? You got the Jets? Yeah. I'm not and taking here, that. And here's, here's why. The game's on 9-11. Mm -hmm. And Jets always win. On both are New York, though. <laughs> but in New York, right. Both are New York. Oh, my God. Sorry. What? Both are New York. And now we're trying to claim 9-11? Come on. You guys that are was better so than funny. this, dude. Yeah. No, I mean, You're better than this. He didn't get it. Oh, he said yeah, he didn't get it. always <laughs> win yeah. on 9-11. Oh, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to leave the show. It was nice meeting you guys. That was hilarious. That was oh, hilarious. Shit. He's gonna go take a shit or something now, I guess. Oh man. That was great. But, that's true. but yeah, so we got the uh pick has been brought to you by Bet Online. That's Bet Online. All right, all right. Ben so Bet Yeah. So that was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. That was funny. My life. That was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, never forget. But that's my that's my under that's my underdog pick tonight. Your underdog pick, the Giants <sighs> Oof. last night. Oof. Bro, you're lucky you were on an airplane and missed that game. Oof. I literally almost texted you that. It was brutal. We had the opening drive look good. Mm. Uh, Jones, you know, we got a first down. Jones scrambles for a first down, slides. They hit him. Extra 15 yards. Whew, giants are moving. We're getting inside. We get another first down. We're running the ball. You know what I mean? Getting like five, six, seven yards of carry. Then uh, our new center, who I, I think is going to be good, snaps a ball low, right? It was in the rain, mishandles it. Jones has to go run back, dive on it. And then we kick, had to settle for a field goal when it seemed like we were ready, destined for a touchdown. Field goal gets blocked. They return it for a touchdown, and it only got worse from there. Stayed going down. <laughs> it was a tough Giants game against our uh, – what's the opposite of, be, of beloved? Our – Most hated Cowboys. Our most hated Cowboys. Yeah. Um, Cowboys. The unfortunate thing – 40 nothing. they put – they hung on us, let bro. Me, let me explain to you. I said it was going to be the upset of the week. And, and it upset me up the week. And, and I believed in my Giants. Maybe I was trying to talk it. I feel like you're. I even looked at it. I was like, you think, bro? Oh, like, you, if you watch the clip, when you say that, I'm like, really? Really? You I think tried, they're going to win? I tried you think to they're gonna speak be good? it into existence because. Yeah, bro. I was fucking. What I actually did was bet on the Cowboys. <laughs> oh. Yeah, did you win? You <laughs> win a lot? <laughs> no, so. You, you won $130,000 on the Cowboys? I, no. <laughs> no IRS, no. Uh, <laughs> the, I, 
I gotta be honest, guys. I, I think I changed my mind after the taping, and I'm sorry. I if you lost money on that, oh, I'll you, make dude. it you up to you down next week. I'll yeah. make it up to you. You gotta next go down week. with the ship. Ah, I can't yeah. believe you did that. You I switched know. up on him. I did. I did. I did. I really did. I really, really did. Unacceptable. Uh, this is America. Deal with it. The people in the media lie to you. This is what we do. Unacceptable. We, Unacceptable. We lie. Constantly. Intervention. 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 Ah. So yeah, man. Jets going tonight. We'll see if if I go to four and one or if we tie at three and two for the week. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Three and two. Even three and two. You know, you you should if you uh, if you got me. With Detroit on Thursday, I'm four and two, and you should have made money off this weekend. Listen, if you listen to mixed picks, you made a lot of money this weekend, so good for you. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's 9/11, and I have some thoughts on that. Speaking of making money, oh, we got we're gonna have a 9/11, a deep 9/11 discussion uh, uh, today. I, it is 9/11, and this is going out live. This is 9/11, and we're live. And uh, you know, as as Jersey boys, this is near and dear to our hearts. It but is, but also. Just being a person of uh, in America. Yeah, yeah, and you and know? I have come to understand just the 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 small age difference that we have, and then the bigger. Right, I was in fourth grade when uh, 9/11 happened. Yeah, I was in. Uh, it was like the first week of fourth grade. Yeah, I was in tenth grade. Um, Christian was probably. Were you even born? Yeah, I was like five. I actually five. remember. Natalie, it, yeah. how old were you when 9/11 happened? Four. Four years old. So yeah. I, I have found myself for really the first time in my life as like the elder statesman in a situation here. And I was reflecting on it as I'm getting on a plane on September 10th. I'm reflecting on 9-11 and I'm, I'm going over, the, you know, the news and the notes as we do for the podcast. And, and, and I and I'm really was very, very, very introspective yesterday about kind of everything that's happened because I've kind of spent... Like everything that's happened since 9-11? Yeah, because now I've spent more than half my life in a post-9-11 world. Right. But I was old enough to understand what the world was like pre-9-11. Okay. So uh, what, what were some of the differences? I try to say this so concisely... 9-11, in retrospect, almost 25 years later, a quarter century later, almost, yeah, yeah. it's 22 years now, 9-11 looks like, in retrospect, that it was the end of the American Republic. The American Republic. Yeah. What does that mean? So there's this idea of the deep state. There's this idea of, you know, this global cabal, the, you know, the Illuminati, the, you know, the, the, the... The New World, or whatever you want to call it, right? Maybe it's been around. You can make an argument that that the illusion should have been over when they when they killed Kennedy. You can make the argument that the illusion should have been over when they lied to get us into Vietnam. You can make the argument that the illusion should have been over when the when the uh, the original World Economic Forum, when uh, Woodrow Wilson formed the League of Nations, and before that. When his election, the League of Nations is the original economic forum. Yeah, it's the original UN and the original World Economic Forum. The League of Nations. Woodrow Wilson, a, what would be considered a communist or, you know, an ultra progressive today, massive racist, huge elitist. Yeah, I heard that too yeah. about um, Woodrow, a, a Jersey guy. And the only reason he won is because Teddy Roosevelt split the split the Republican Party by uh, breaking off into the the bull moose. To anyway, so the Fed, the Federal Reserve was brought in in 1913 
Woodrow Wilson, the creature of Jekyll Island. That was the beginning of the end for the American middle class. Okay. All right. Before that, now people want to say, you know, when these global interests started getting into America, it was the day the revolution ended. Alexander Hamilton wanted a central bank and a global empire from the second this country was founded. The, the founders are... Alexander Hamilton did? Alexander Hamilton, yeah, which is crazy. And they that made he's them, like, they, that who they made the play after? Yeah. He wanted a what? He wanted a central bank. Okay. He wanted an American monarchy. He wanted an aristocratic system where the Monarchy means up. like king and queens. That's and right, shit? yeah. He wanted, and, uh, and he wanted a global empire. He okay. wanted us to be the new Britain at the time. Okay. Um, and all the founders were like, no, we just left Britain. Yeah, we wanted something different. What are you doing? What the Why founding- they, And what's the play about? Why do they celebrate him so much? He's uh, celebrating the play, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like... They've, He's like the protagonist. They've, the re, they've rebranded him as like the founding father of the marginalized communities of the black community or whatever because he was from the Bahamas. Um, but he was a British aristocrat. Oh, so who had taken over the Bahamas? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But they claim like he probably had some black ancestry. There's like this... Re- yeah, they probably... And raped them. Yeah. The, the the British took over the Bahamas, and they, that was one of their colonies. Alexander Hamilton was not a man of the people. Anybody who's ever read the Federalist Papers would know how ridiculous this is. My theory on it is this is more global left-wing communist propaganda bullshit. Not that, just some idiot made a play? No, it's not some idiot made a play. It's some idiot got financing from somebody to make the play. Where did you get the financing from? Oh, you're going to make a play about the only big government central bank founding father. A guy the founding fathers like so much. Do they, do they like cheer? somebody shot him in the face? Did they cheer about the uh, the central bank in the play? Did you see Hamilton? I didn't see Hamilton. No, no me neither. No, um, but who shot him in the face? Does anybody know? Who knows? Who um, knows? It, know. it was wait wait actually Golly. I do I do. Uh, oh, Aaron no. Burr. That's right. Aaron Berg, our very own Gas Digital's Aaron Berg. Is it Burr? Yeah, it's Burr. Aaron Burr. B-U-R-R. Yeah, who was the uh, vice president? Was the vice president at the time? And they did a they did a they, uh, what's the fuck's it called? A duel. A duel. Yep. They they stood back. They walked a, a certain amount of paces, mm-hmm. and then uh, when when did someone say go? And you turn around and you you mostly, it's like hey we'll show well, we got balls and we'll I'll shoot up in the tree. Correct. And we'll miss each other on purpose. Correct. We don't need to die over this. We realize now, but we we gotta be we have pride and whatever. Yes. Is it this so, guy? So I'll I'll. Uh, Aaron Burr. Yeah. But then, so, but but this motherfucker shot him right in the face. Chest, yeah. I I, I was being hyperbolic. Shot uh, him in the chest. Um, you lied to me. But yes, you're right. And Hamilton basically said that. Hamilton was like the original woke progressive of his time. He said he was what? Like, this is a barbaric display. If I'm if I must prove my manhood to you, I will prove my manhood. But I will not shoot at you, you know. And Burr's like, you should shoot at me. <laughs> I. <laughs> and Burr was going to relax. He was like, this is going to be a cinch. Okay. <laughs> you sure? Uh, he closed one eye and <laughs> took his time. And <laughs> I, I refuse to deal in this barbarism. He was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you sure about that? You sure, sure about, about that? that? A cinch, huh? Yeah. A cinch. I love that word. Yeah, yeah a cinch. So, all that is to say. What does that right. mean with 9-11. 9-11 and today? It's very obvious there's always been outside pressures trying to take 
our government from us from day one. And there's different places where you can say this is where it started, but I am fairly confident that where it ended was 9-11, okay? Because 9-11 gave us the Patriot Act. Mm. 9-11 brought in what is was referred to as the new American century and basically took the sovereignty from us, the citizens, put it in control of our political elites who are now putting it in control of the global elites. And I understand what this sounds like to people. This sounds like a conspiracy theory, but let me tell you something about conspiracy theories, okay? It is 100% true that those towers hit, that, that those, those planes hit those towers. I saw it. Right. I went to the funerals of my father's friends and colleagues. Same. I spent the next day at family members' houses of people who passed. On a personal note, my dad was out of work. He had been working two jobs his whole life. Uh, and he got laid off in the end of 2000. His company got bought by a, a, a larger bank. And he took a, a buyout. And he had been out of work for a little over a year. And he was really getting stressed. Really, really. Like it Itching was, to get back in the yeah, workforce. Yeah, and it was, it was very tough on our family. And he... Uh, he had finally gotten a call back on for a second interview and he didn't he did the interview and then he found out he didn't get the job and that was september 9th and september 11th had he gotten that job he would have been 110 floors up on tower two brother i've heard so many crazy stories of people who were almost involved in that yeah there's so many like almosts out there well we grew up in an area that was uh, that makes sense I mean, we, we, yeah we, we grew up in an area minutes from the city with that and that the entire financial district of wall street supported the entire yeah so people, you know, yeah, New York people's families all yeah they live in jersey but work in the city yeah and yeah. My, my dad worked on on wall street back then and and um yeah so we Holy he knew a lot smokes. of guys i didn't know that i didn't know yeah. that story about yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. crazy crazy ah, crazy 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 um crazy crazy very very, 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 God, we're lucky. But there were people that were unlucky. So Seth MacFarlane was supposed to be on the plane. That's never, right. We never would have had Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got hung over. He was too drunk. Yeah, he was too he drunk to miss, and missed his flight. It was so, an accident. He was probably pissed. So for the longest time, I not only rejected, I got mad at any conspiracy theorist about 9-11. I was like, how dare you? How dare you besmirch the, the these the, you know the dead how dare you stand on these people's graves to make your political point michael moore makes loose change right you know and, and over time you come to realize it's the opposite it's not standing on their graves it's speaking for them because they can't speak for themselves anymore the, these people something happened i don't know what it is oh i understand what you're saying about standing on the graves but really they're speak the guys making those and talking about are speaking up for the people who were killed yeah in my brain in my young immature mind i heard people talking about 9-11 conspiracy theories and somehow i internalized that as like somehow the people didn't die or 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 like you know or they're, they're trying to like they're trying to profit off of, the, of this tragedy right 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 what is the opposite these people Something happened. Something something fishy happened that they're not telling the truth about. Sure. And there's just no denying at this point that they're not telling. 3,000 people died on 9-11. Right. 
and and the day before uh donald rumsfeld was talking about how there's like three or four billion dollars missing trillion three two point three trillion two point three trillion dollars are missing an accounting error donald rumsfeld and then the next day planes hit and those accounting the accounting rooms destroyed along with tower seven and the two buildings i'm not even you know what I'm not even going to get to the specifics of it. I'm going to let people do their own research. You're right. But I don't want to get into the specifics of it because there's things that I don't know. I, but here's the one thing I do know. know. When people, that's the thing. When people talk about conspiracy theorists, you're a conspiracy theorist. Do you know why there's conspiracy theories? Because there's conspiracies? Because they've never, yes, because they've never told us the truth. They've never told us the truth. We're left with nothing but speculation. Mm-hmm. They've, they, they're so obviously lying. A man who's running for president now, Vivek Ooh. Ramswamy, okay. says the 9-11 commission is full of shit. Man running for president. And what's wild about that, CNN, liberal CNN, calls him a crazy conspiracy theorist. Don't you think by questioning, this is an actual quote, by questioning the official narrative. This is a supposed journalist saying this. It's <laughs> your job. to question the narrative. It's your job. That's hilarious. Don't That's you hilarious. think. These people are so bought and sold. Don't you think by questioning the official That's narrative. That's so funny. You're giving well, you power. Lo- you lose your, journalist, your journalism card right That's there. That's it. That's it. It's like, wait, then you obviously don't know what being a journalist no. is. You're a propagandist. You're just a, exactly a propagandist. You're, 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 you're bought a, and sold. You're, yeah. You're running That's PR for wild. the machine, man. That's why. Yeah. What is her name? Caitlin Collins or whatever That's her name is. Why. Yeah. Don't you think this gives power to dangerous conspiracy theories? And I'm sitting here because I'm, I'm older than you guys with my mind blown. Questioning the official narrative of 9 11 was a left wing badge of honor. When right, I was because, a kid. Yeah, because it was uh, the the Republicans did it. The There was protests right, cause, cause on. Bush was in the That's White right. House. That's right. But not just Bush. This is what's crazy. Cheney. Cheney. Bill Crystal, the, the, the guy who put together the, the NGO, the, the PAC, the lobby, the New American Century. Right. All of these rich men north of Richmond. Team Ooh. Bush. Now what team are they on? Uh, Biden. Biden, yeah. You know, Biden has on multiple occasions bragged about he wrote the Patriot Act. He gets mad he doesn't get credit for the Patriot Act. For people that don't know what the Patriot Act, real quick. Mick, yeah, Mick, that's you, what I was going to say. D- Christian, what does the Patriot Act mean to you? How old are you, Christian? Oh, no. Um, Just 26. If it means nothing to you, it's okay. This, this is kind of my point. Do you even know what the Patriot Act is? Do you know what it means? Uh, I know what it is. I just can't think no, of it. It's not, a, it's not a test, bro. It's, it's a, you know— a, uh, Nat, does the Patriot Act mean anything to you? Yeah, a little bit. What What does the Patriot Act mean to you? It's, is it not basically that it's, I don't know what the exact wording is, but it is something to do with, uh, reduced, like, freedom of privacy in yeah. an attempt at safety? Sure. Something yes. like that? That's, that's, that's a fair yes. summation. The, but to be as blunt and as honest as we can be, the Patriot Act is a nullification of the Bill of Rights. Yes. That's when, you're, that's when they took your rights away. They took your rights away. And then they lied about doing it, which was even more insane. And Edward Snowden and Julian Assange caught them. Yep. Now, here 
is where this great American experiment ended, and this is how we know it ended. The people that took our rights away are in power still to this day. They're more powerful than they've ever been. Edward Snowden is in Russia in exile. Julian Assange is dying in prison. The people that exposed the corruption have been punished. The people that implemented the corruption are in power. Since that day, since that day, 4.5 million people, I've sent these to you, pull them up if you can, Christian, 4.5 million people have died due to our foreign policy decisions. The war in Iraq, the war in Afghanistan, Lebanon, Syria, Libya, 4.5 million people have died. Yeah. We, as Americans, have spent 14, 15 trillion dollars to kill those people. What did we get for this new American empire? Well, the dollar, the dollar, one dollar that you had in 2001 is worth 57 cents today. Wow. You are half as wealthy. Then not only did they destroy the dollar, the dollar ain't shit. And it's taxed to no end. Not only did they destroy the dollar, Mick, but they actually physically took the wealth. The Great Recession in 2008 took away, some estimates say 25%, some estimates say as much as 40% of all savings from the middle class. Mm. They stole a generation's wealth. They stole my father's generation, your father's generation's wealth. And they took our ability to earn wealth away from us. They made the dollar worth less, and they made everything more expensive at the same time. Mm -hmm. Now you lead into 2030. You will own nothing and be happy. They did that. They did that. They killed 4.5 million people. We spent $15 trillion and didn't fix a pothole in this country. Who got that money? Where'd that money go? Think about COVID. We spent $9 trillion in the last three years. What in our country is better? Yeah. Where is this money going? We are killing people abroad. And what do they do? If you question the official narrative, they call you a dangerous conspiracy theorist. They silence you. They silence you for questioning. So what do we need? We need a, a change in regime? My we man. Need a new, a new, uh, we need to get the people who are, are involved in all this out? We need to be bold. We need to be bold, and they're making it hard because they are giving out sentences they're, they're showing you what is what they're showing you what's what they're handing out sentences of 22 years to people who weren't even at january 6 we had scott farland on this show who got two and a half years of his life stolen from him meanwhile their protesters can go out form an entire new country chaz chop in seattle where people are murdered and raped they can loot they can steal huh? and nothing happens to them I gotta look into this Chaz Chop thing. Nothing happens to him. I'm not nothing about this. Chaz Chop, they 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 broke off a break off country. It lasted like four days. Oh, so it's done now. Yeah, but they didn't get charged with sedition. <laughs> they didn't get charged with sedition. It was a summer of love. So riots, right, so, right, so right, it's way the, worse than it was in 9/11 because now there's the that was the end of the Amer sparked the end of the American Republic. Now we've been controlled by these elites who are making everything worse. That's right. 
and eventually want to make it even worse worse in 2030. I just want to be I just want to be concise. It's very very important that people understand the same people that were in charge during 9/11 because people think it was a Republican thing. Right. They're still in charge now. Who's them? Who's they? Dick Cheney. There's a Democrats are sending around this this viral video of Dick Cheney talking about you can't elect Donald Trump. Dick Cheney's now on the side of the Democrats. Bill Crystal is on the side of the Democrats. Biden is bragging about the fact that he authored the Patriot Act. We have actual governors saying the Constitution doesn't matter. They're saying, I can suspend the First Amendment, Second Amendment. They already did it with COVID. Now they're doing it because of gun violence. I don't know if you saw that in Albuquerque. She just suspended the First Amendment and Second Amendment, said I, I, this is, there's an epidemic of gun violence. You don't have Second Amendment rights. Well, when... When you can't get guns lawfully, only the outlaws will have guns. They asked her that, Mick. They asked her that. They said, don't you, don't you think that the, we're having a problem with the cartels? Do you think the people carrying guns that are already criminals are going to stop carrying guns? She Fuck says no. She, says, she admits she says no, but something has to be done. So well, dis- that's not the right thing. So disarm the, disarm the lawful the, the citizens? Yeah, f- that. Brother. Hide your gun. It's so important that people really understand the situation that's going on. All right. I love America to death. I love America. I've dr- I've, I've been I know, in this, I've doing this country my whole life. I left home at 17. I've been coast to coast, north and south, everywhere in between. This country is amazing. It's filled of amazing people. David Adiv, he's traveled the whole world. He said there's no place like this place. There's no place like this place. There's no place like this where I wish, I wish you guys could have been alive in the <laughs> and really understood what it was like to be growing up in the 90s, man. Early 2000s. It was fun. It was the Pax Americana. We had just finished war in our minds. The big bad Russia was gone. The good guys won. We got we got love. We got peace. The races are together. Will Smith is the biggest star in the world. Fresh Prince is the biggest show on television. The best golfer on earth is black. The best rapper on earth is white. Everything was great. We were we were Americans, man. We had won. And then slowly but surely, they started stealing from us. Then they wanted their riches. They were the only power in the world. And in 2008, there was a recession. They got greedy. The war cost too much. They lost control. Occupy Wall Street was the first thing that happened. Finally, the people, after 10 years of bullshit, looked up and said, we got to do something about this. The corporations and the government are corrupt. They're stealing from us. And you had Black Panthers and... Tea Party Republicans marching together hand in hand saying, Wall Street's us. Wall Street is in bed with government and they're screwing us. And so the theory now becomes that Wall Street and the banks got together and said, well, we got to divide these people. We can't have these people come together. So let's start a race war. Let's start a gender war. Let's, let's say that straight people hate gay people. Let's, let's get these people fighting with each other about things that they can't change about themselves. It's right. not, you can't even, it's not like an intellectual debate where we can have like a conversation and say, well, I agree with more government spending. I disagree with, we can change and, and change our minds or have an intellectual. You can't change who you are. And that's what they did. They got us to fight with each other over things we can't change. And while we're fighting with each other over things we can't change, they stole another decade from us. And now 2000, this election not even allowed to question if it's fishy. No matter how fishy it is, 
not allowed to question it. They silence you. They censor you. They put you in jail. And we're coming up on 2024. So what, what's your call to action? Be bold, man. The Be bold how? The future favors before. the bold. Be loud. There's be loud, like loud in your truth. Be loud in your like truth. Trust, like trust yourself. Trust, you know, educate yourself. Trust your brain. If something's telling you something's off or something's wrong and something's fishy, don't be afraid to speak up about it. Yeah, and and don't don't be That's kind. Don't be kind. They've don't used our kindness nice. for weakness. Yeah. Don't be nice. Be bold. You know, somebody says we got to wear this mask. You tell them no. Yeah. And then you know what? Make them feel it. Do not give that business a dollar. Put that business out of business. Right. Make them feel it. They're trying to implement. They're trying to. They're trying to implement the repression of you as a human being. This is not political. Right. They're they're closing the walls in on your cell. So maintain that. Put your arms up and sit and take take a little bit of a stand and yeah. don't you know when they tell you you have to wear a mask to come in here absolutely you just say, i'm sorry i don't i'm not i'm not with all that shit. if you are I, i'll leave because you know why make so many other people feel that way but they're looking for somebody else to do it you know yeah they're looking now, if i think you can you can do it you know kind of politely but you know just let them know you know you're not that you're they're losing your business this like you don't need to be like, don't the master do you sure. don't have you don't have to be like that. That's probably not you the can, way you to can do be, it. You can be, you know, disagreeable, but you, you can also do it, you know, like like how he said, you don't have to be nice, but you can be kind about it. You can do it in a, you know, in a kind way. Then we have to have the will to do what needs done. We have to have the will to take the country back from the people that stole it. And I'm not talking about Democrats, and I'm not talking about Joe Biden. I'm talking about 2001. I'm talking about global interests. I'm talking about 600 elected federal officials that have put 330 million Americans in a recession, that have increased the price of food and gas on 330 million Americans, that won't tell you what happened to 2,000 missing people in Maui that locked you down for an arbitrary amount of time over things that they now admit were bullshit, didn't work, the lockdowns didn't work, the mask mandates didn't work, and they're bringing them back. Because How the are they bringing the mask mandates back? Because the truth of the matter is, Mick, the mask mandates did what, work. What's the point of the they mask? They did work. Why a mask again? The point of the mask was to get rid of Donald Trump. It worked. Deep down in the, in the he's deep, more popular than ever. Deep down in the deepest orifices of their soul, these people will admit to you that they loved COVID. COVID gave them everything they ever wanted. Okay. COVID gave them the power that they wanted. They love 9-11 because it, it was a they distraction. Love huh? They love 9-11. It was a distraction. Well, the ones who made it, who did it? Oh yeah. Look at the power it gave them. Right. Patriot Act. And, and nobody even looked at them. Nobody even looked at in, inside of us and said, what did we do to, to, to get Osama bin Laden so mad? And then you look at Madeleine Albright. He hates our freedom. Two years earlier, Madeleine Albright doing an interview where she admits to killing 500,000 people in the Middle East. Why'd she do that? Well, we thought about it. You can see the video. Dave Smith played it on Rogan. We thought about it.
And we said, you know what? This is terrible, but it's worth it. It's worth it to protect Americans. There we go. We got to kill a half a million people to protect Americans. Just the same way they're talking about the way to protect democracy now. Pull this up, Christian. I couldn't believe this. And so many people, I'm pulling up Rob Reiner because he's the loudest one on Twitter, but so many people retweeted this. Rob Reiner says the only way to protect democracy is to make it illegal for Joe Biden's opponents to run against them. Is it just a tweet or a video? Yeah, it's, it, it's the, I, I texted it to you, bro. Oh, gotcha. Rob Reiner says the only way to preserve democracy is to put Donald Trump in jail and make it illegal for RFK to run. That's how we preserve democracy. I don't know. Sounds like fascism to me. But what? Mm. what it, but this is where we're at. If these people are willing to, in any capacity, in any capacity at all, be involved in 9-11, in the murder of 3,000 of their own citizens for their own power, for their yeah. justification they of war. They probably shouldn't be in, in control anymore. Uh, what, what are they not willing to do? If they were willing to do this in 2020, do you think they're just going to play fair in 2024? You mean 2001? Or are you talking about 2020? It's the COVID? same people. Are you talking about COVID? Or are you talking about COVID? I'm talking about the, the elections. I'm talking about everything. Do you think that they're going through all of this no, 22 fuck years no. Why? No, to, just, to just play fair in 2024? No. So what needs to happen? Who do we need to get in there that can actually uh, get us back to our prosperous, proper ways? People. Who do, who do we do we do we? Need, is there someone we need to elect? We have to get loud. We have to be bold. We have to organize. It's not as simple as like, oh, this is the good guy. Elect this guy. No, the system is corrupt. The, the, the ship is leaking. It doesn't matter who's at the wheel. The ship is sinking. We, we, need to, we need to fix the holes in the ship. And the only way that we can do that is to get people to believe that there are holes in the ship. Right. Got right? you. So, so, so they heard you. So Plato, right? What, what's the Plato quote? Oh, there, there's Rob Reiner. What is it? What, what's the actual quote Rob Reiner said there, Christian? Uh, he says, hard reality. You want the, yeah, the first one? Yeah, sure. Hard reality. For our democracy to survive, two things have to happen. Donald Trump needs to be convicted for January 6th, and there can be no third-party candidate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how democracy works. Modern Democrat Party right there. Wild, man. Yeah, bro. It's wild that, that you know, that, the, you know, this is not some lunatic. That is one of the massive, what is one of the number one donors in the Democrat Party saying that. People have to understand the situation that we're in. I'm not fear-mongering. I'm telling people, man, and it's as simple as, like, guys, the, the, know the wizard exists, and then once we know the wizard exists, understand that's when he's the most dangerous. When, the, when there's no reason to keep the facade up anymore, that's when it's going to get real, real. And that's when we have to be smart and, and we got to be organized and we have to be loud. You have to tell people the ship is sinking. And then like your point, then you have to be like, all right, and I'm going to be the one to fix it. I'm going to stand up and say no. You know, and you're not going to yell at people for being, oh, you're, a, you're, a, you're one of those flat shippers. <laughs> you're one of those anti-shippers. Yeah, the thing is, it's not like a lot of the is like the people like – that can be divisive like we amongst each other need like how i was saying before how you don't just yell at them you you can be kind and explain your point we need to have more love and understanding with each other yeah some more because grace with each other for because sure we're we are being divided intentionally mm. so maybe one person believes blah 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 and believes we should wear a mask 
because we believe they were misled. Yep. Right? So instead of being like, you're a idiot, try and have some understanding and, and some love and have a constructive conversation, you know, and They're not so, and both sides. So it doesn't need to be so charged where this becomes part of your identity. No, I'm team mask. No, I'm yeah. team not mask. Yep. That's just bullshit. That's total. That, that's, it's not constructive yep. at all. It's quite the opposite. It's like, it's just, it's like picking a sports team. Sure. You know what I mean? But this is about our lives, our, fu our, our future. 100%. So it's the amongst future each other, we need to come together on some love and understanding and grace. Mm -hmm. And But still be aware if someone's trying to lie to you and be malicious and do harm to you and your future, don't take that shit for a second. That's yeah. what you need to, you, you know, that's where you, you need to stand up. Don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to be, you know, if, if, if someone's misled, it's a mistake, be understanding. But if someone's just trying to trick you, mm -hmm. that. 100%. 100%. And that's my final thing I'll say, and that's really well said, Mick. My final thing I'll say on this, you know, and, it, and I appreciate you guys giving me some time on this because, you know, this is something very near and dear to my heart, man, is, is we always said never forget. Never forget after 9-11. That was the big tag phrase. Yeah, never 9 forget. 11, never forget. We should have said learn from this. Learn from this. Learn from this. Don't make these people's deaths the sacrifices that they had to make, the, 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 what their families had to endure. Don't make it for nothing. I had a 9-11 widow crying the other day about it. It's still terrible to so many people and so many families. Yeah, it changed everything. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I can, there's a mark, I, like the country. And, there, and there's stuff that, that the, the people changed. who, yeah, the, the people who had loved ones who passed, they were persecuted in ways like, oh no, it needs to be about, there, there was even division sown there. What do we do to Muslim support Americans the, that support nothing. the firefighters? No, support the people in here. No, yes. why you do, you're doing blah, 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 blah. Like it's, we just need to support each other better. Muslim, we need to understand that. The 300, it's 330 million of us against 600 of them, and they're and they're and they're hundred thousand lackeys. The FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the IRS—they're the foot soldiers for these people. They've weaponized our government against us. Foreign governments—we we used to fight foreign governments. Now foreign governments own our government, and they fight us. They fight us. They steal from us. They kill us. They repress us. We have to come together as a people, man. We have to first acknowledge that this is happening. We then have to demand accountability, and we have to have the will to see it through to the end. We have to change this, or it's going. The dam is going to break. The ship's going to sink. The ship's going to sink. And 9-11 is a pause for reflection. It's not a, it's not a never, never forget. It's a learn from this moment, folks. They lied to us to get into every war. Roosevelt knew Pearl Harbor was going to happen. We did Dien Binh Phu. We got ourselves into Vietnam. We lied to get into Iraq and Afghanistan. I'm sure Ukraine, I'm sure Ukraine is, they're telling the truth. I'm sure. I'm sure. I love you, man. You know how many people came to the show Thank on you. on Thank Saturday you. I night? Too. I love America. I love the people listening. You know, I had people come up on Saturday night show out in Michigan talking about they drove an hour.
because they listen to our podcast. Nice. Love that. They got a, the, the mechanic. They got, a, they got a shop up there. Four, yeah. four of them came out. That's what, dude, that's what this is for, man. The mechanic? This is Shout for the mechanic. Out. This is for the soldier. This Hell is for yeah, brother. <laughs> this is for the truck driver. Hell yeah, brother. Man, we I care so deeply about the people of this country, man. Every one of you, black, white, gay, straight, you are my brothers and sisters. And I and I hope that we understand that whatever differences we have in ideology have to be secondary. Freedom has to be first. And they're coming for it. They're coming for it, man. They're coming for it. They're coming for it like the uh, Dallas Cowboys D-line coming through the Giants. They're Michael, Michael like Parsons. Swiss cheese, bro. Shit. They, made, they made it look like Swiss cheese. Put Dan, poor D- Daniel Jones on his butt about 10 times. Sat about 10 sacks in that game. Unbelievable. Bro, you know who the unsung... Uh, I, I think the offensive line, the older I get, the more I see that that's the most unsung people in sports in all sports and everything you you have your your cool wide receiver your cool running back they ain't without the the offensive line they can't get the ball they're they'll they'll kill the quarterback you won't have time to give it in you won't have a cool running back you won't have a cool receiver doing all that no fantasy you know what i mean it's the offensive line bro is is everything you want to see offense and points those guys should be those guys you know what i mean it's crazy they should be superstars also because there's a lot of colorful characters there oh yeah there's a lot of you know they're they're, they're the biggest biggest strongest guys mm-hmm. they're pushing up there the dudes will be like six four three fifty muscle fast mm-hmm. you know what i mean they're they're basically fighting down there that's our front line guys that's people that back in the day we go and uh that's who we take over a country with that's the berserkers we got a we got we got a couple of these guys oh yeah we go we go you know shield I mean? wall yeah they're gonna go they're gonna go bash down a house you know what's forms and an axe just cool 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 what's even crazier about that is that you can have a great offensive lineman and if it's not a cohesive line it's no good look at joe thomas and who's your favorite in, uh, offensive Cleveland. lineman well it was it's got to be the group that 2007 2011 giants offensive one line. of mine's on that list four so who, who four guys? of the same five guys though mick and there's four a reason the they won two championships guys, oh yeah you know you had sean o'hara in the middle for the first hell one. yeah then you had uh, Chris Snee, one of the Snee. best guards in history. Tom Coughlin's son-in-law. That's right. Then you had David Deal, left David tackle. David Deal, the real deal. Love David Deal. Good good guy, great guy. Uh, friend of the program. Friend of the program, David Deal. Then you had uh, one of the most underrated players in the history of the Giants, Kareem McKenzie at right tackle. Hell yeah. Then you had Rich Soybert. Rich Soybert, that's Soybert one of my favorite other linemen guard. ever. And then, you know, you had uh, – then uh, O'Hara had a, a career-ending injury. In 2010, and they replaced him with uh, Kevin Boss, uh, free agent signing uh, mm-hmm. for the 2011. So four of the same five. To your point, you win two championships. Four of the same it, five. Yeah, the same great linemen. But all anybody wants to That's, talk about, we all want to talk about Eli. We want to talk about the the catch made by. We want to talk about uh, Plaxico? Plaxico or by? Uh, yeah, the, you know the, those David guys. Tyree. Those guys get the glory, but we know. Yeah, we we need to know more who those dude. guys are. I wish they made offensive linemen jerseys. I would only rock them. I think they got. I them. think Thomas has a few few uh, jerseys out there. People no, who like knows them. ones I want? I want to. I don't know if I should wear his jersey, but he's one of my favorites. He's one uh, of the, my be, favorite yeah. characters ever. Do you know who it is? Richie Incognito. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. He's such a fucking character, bro. I knew bro, it. If, if Richie Incognito came in here right now and and Warren wanted, Sapp's wanted least wanted favorite try, person ever said he was the dirtiest and, lineman of all time. Oh, 
Bro. <laughs> so dirty. Have you ever seen his track record? Oh, yeah. He's been having problems since college. Oh, yeah. Since Kyle, every oh, yeah. year he's got a problem. Oh, if you like him, you would have loved Kyle Turley. Oh, I remember Turley. <laughs> I remember Turley, too. Kyle I, Turley I, is I Latimer like from the program. He's Latimer from the program. I, didn't ever, I never saw the program. Um, uh, what was it? Football movie? James Conn? <laughs> I know about the movie. I know. I, yeah, I, know, I, know, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see the thing. But. Oh, man. Yeah. Incognito, incognito's crazy, Richie bro. Richie Incognito. He, he literally became the bully. Uh, like America's bully. Oh yeah. Like because he Jonathan bullied Martin. he bullied him off uh, and made the guy quit. But he was kind of cleared a little bit. When but everybody see, realized Jonathan Martin was a, I guess. Bitch. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Nah. I mean, you don't do that. Uh, what no. Martin did. No, you don't do what either of them did. Really. Yeah, of course. But yeah. Yeah. Not. Nah, but Pat Pouncey is a black of guy. Using the end that chose Incognito over Martin. All well, all the brothers did. Even though they had a. a uh, video of, of uh, or a, a recording of him using the n-word yeah that wasn't the worst but, part where but, he was like if you yeah. don't get tougher i'm gonna f your sister that was when yeah, martin he said, was i'm gonna smack your mother he's <laughs> yeah, saying all yeah, this yeah. Up. pull pull this this up speaking of pouncy pull up uh uh incognito and pouncy at a bar uh and if not if anybody has any comments at any times you can just jump in i know we didn't get to the comments watch, but look, but look yeah, if incognito cool. came in here bro that might be one of the only like people where i'd be like Yo, gee, we got to do this together. <laughs> Richie, Richie, Cognito. Richie Cognito's a house, and he's a problem. Yeah, and like Richie he's quick. He's like he's quick. Get him in the bar with is his shirt like off, eating? screaming. Not nah, him in the bar with his shirt off. Richie, screaming. Richie Incognito is like a tough night out for anybody. Bro, you yeah. don't want yo. Look, here's the thing though. It, I'm I'm gonna have to use some footwork, mm -hmm. and then when when you are guys are engaged, I'm gonna stick Dude, hard, cat. and we'll 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 take care of them. But like, there, you know what I mean, like. Collateral. I don't want to get grabbed by. Him. I don't want. To, I'm not letting him grab me. He, you know, it's like one of those old school. Things. I'm pulling. I'm, I'm using. I'm using jujitsu moves yeah. like a mother. Like I'm. I'm like. I'm not. I'm all leverage. Speaking of, did you see uh, our boy Brian Callen giving old 260 pound Bradley Martin all he can handle in grappling? Yeah, but then did, I, it looked like uh, Martin, Martin got won. him in the end. But it, you know, Callen's like 60. I know Brian Callen. Brian Callen never said this. He's 137 years old. <laughs> Yeah, Callan, two sixty. You know, listen, man. Like the jujitsu guys, the grappling so guys, they Kyle love that Turley's shit. Kyle Turley's got some crazy stories. Kyle Turley's got some crazy. But yo, know, Richie Incognito just. Re I think he his his father died, which is so sad. Hmm. But he, he went to the funeral place and started punching caskets, <laughs> right? Started punching caskets, knocking them around. Said he wants he he wants his father's head for research purposes. He wanted to cut off his father's head and take it with him. And and then he he threatened them. They were like, I got, I'm gonna shoot all you guys. I got guns in my car. And then the police came and they found like a whole arsenal in his car. He's got also has he has like some mental problems. Like some like he was arrested in Boca not so long ago. Really? For like yeah, he was. I think he started throwing weights and stuff at someone in the gym. Just like, like he's just Richie, a fucking liability. Richie, let's channel this like you did during your NFL days into a lucrative post NFL fighting career in the new in yes. the new open weight division at of empire, empire mma empire mma we're gonna have some open weights open we're gonna weight. all you ex-football players and stuff you big bad motherfuckers are up these offensive linemen Dude, defense linemen i'm yes. talking about you don't gotta cut to 265 no. stay you're gonna come over to empire mma and we're gonna do we're gonna do some we can do some numbers stay 290 i got the video here all right yeah pull the video look at this look at this i think this, this house. is the right video yeah look at him oh this is back right. in the day look, i remember look. this Look at him rip his shirt off. Look at, look at his, his fast twitch. Watch the way he's moving. 
Who wants a mother piece? He's, he just wants to fight someone. He's walking around like a bushwhacker. That's Mike Pouncey right there. You think, uh... You think cocaine might have been involved in that, uh... I'd say so. Yeah. Autism, he, autism he, cocaine, and steroids. He would, he Best would, offensive <laughs> lineman. He would, he, he would fight with everybody at practice. He'd spit in people's faces all the time. Yeah. He'd, uh, what he'd bar is this where that. you're just allowed to walk around with Who's gonna tell off? who's gonna who's gonna tell him otherwise? <laughs> there's other guys. Who's gonna there's tell him otherwise? There's tiny guys over there with their shirts who's off. Who's gonna tell him otherwise? Uh, you know what? It's a Florida bar. That's a Florida bar. Who's for gonna sure. tell him otherwise? Yeah. It's Richie Incognito. Yep. He'll 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 pick up the bouncer and bash him against his chest <laughs> till he dies. Can you imagine the bouncer sitting there trying to make his twelve fifty an hour on the stool like, oh god. Uh and the, and the, and the manager's looking at him like, hey, hey. You Go need take a care fucking rhino tranquilizer for you that. You think you dude. could armbar that guy, Mick? I would not try and armbar him, but all the necks. <laughs> neck. So much, so much neck. neck. The necks you can you can get. Get the back and get the neck. Get the yeah, back and get the arm, neck. If, if I tried to armbar him, he'd probably unless I was on top of him, he'd stand pick me up. Yeah. I, I'm not much of an armbar guy, bro. I might break it from the from from the mount. You know. But what like I mean? a heel hook. I, I tell even you, yeah, I like I like chokes. Look, idea, I like chokes. I, I like chokes because with a choke, they're rendered unconscious. In a in, in a fight to the death or a fight in the cage, then you could you know you could do whatever you I want. I feel like you, you get them in a guillotine. But um, if, if you break someone's arm, so if someone's like messed up or someone's real tough, yeah. they'll keep fighting. They'll keep fighting. Yes, they'll be compromised, and it, it will be an easier fight from there. But you know, what I mean, you land a choke. Whoosh, Shit's over. Do it like they did with that. Uh, the Australian did with the kangaroo. Just walk up, give it a bop, and then and then it's stunned. <laughs> so who's your who's your favorite who's away. your favorite O lineman? I, I'm going Soybert uh, and and Richie Incognito. I don't think again, man. I think you know. I get what you're saying, but I think it's like an O line as a group. You know what I'm saying? It's like a right, group. right, right. It's, it's a like, platoon. Yeah, it's you, the one is not one can't work without the other. Look at Joe Thomas. They, they everybody says Joe Thomas is the best left tackle of all time. Those Browns teams were terrible. They couldn't put Browns anybody around. Browns just kicked the out of I told you my, Cincinnati. Who did I tell you my sleeper Super Bowl pick was? The Browns? Yeah, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson was good. Was, I, bro, I, I what, tried to what, what was going people. on with, the, with I didn't get to watch the game. What, Look what, how bad the Texans were. I got were. Jamar Chase. What's going on? <laughs> Deshaun Watson won 10 games with that Texans team that is trash. The no. dude can play. Bro. Deshaun Watson, you know, the dude stays so, loose. Yeah, yeah. He stays right, loose. I, I know you're talking about an offensive player, though. I'm talking about what... what was was the Browns defense that that crazy they're or were they're good? The Browns are all right, bro. That's gonna be a tough division, man. The Browns are all right. Bang uh, the uh, the Ravens took me. I tell you, the Cardinals weren't as horrible as I thought they were, unless the unless the Redskins are just bad. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get to watch that game either. Weird, I got to see the weird, shootout weird. in Miami. Miami, 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 looks Miami good. and uh, and uh, the Chargers had a Love great game. Herbert, man. It was like seven or eight lead changes. It was it was it was yeah. great. It was, it was a, like a Pac-10 that, game. There's such a yeah, it's very much so. It was almost college football like it. The Tyreek, bro, boys, blazes, dude. It was that that Miami Dolphins is such a fun offense. You know what I mean? Like they have so much speed, and the Chargers do as well. Are you ready to call Evan Neal a bust? Speaking of offensive lineman, right tackle um, for the Giants, seventh overall pick in last year's draft. Um, I'm not ready to. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and hold out faith. Worst tackle in the NFL last year. He's put up worse pro football focus numbers over the first 16 games of his career than Eric Flowers. What's he? What's going on? I don't know. He was great in college at Alabama. Maybe everybody else was just 
he was just big, strong, fast, and I don't know. I have Hi, no everybody's idea. Everybody's big, strong, fast. Yep. Yeah, bro. It was it was tough to watch. It was tough to watch that game last night. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, the <laughs> it's so funny, man. Like the, the like this this episode is like such a time capsule for America in twenty. 23 it really is like put this thing in, in the ground for people to look at 200 years ago it's like yeah the empire is crumbling but bread and circus you know it's like who gives a shit? you can't change it and football is great nhl's coming back soon big fan of that <laughs> i'm the one person in america that likes the nhl uh i'm laughing just at what you said i mean yeah i feel like we 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 hammered the other side pretty good. We tried no, to come up with some good. What else are you gonna do? I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't what know. What else man. can you do? I don't know. We gotta talk for another ten minutes. No, so. I'm saying like, what else can you do? Like this is, but this is like, it, it's, you know, I I sit and I'm like, man, like, what the, f I I try to put myself in like the shoes of people that like live through, like imagine the people when the Soviet Union was falling, like you just wake up one day, and the next day it's like, oh yeah, well, um, we're not the Soviet Union anymore. What are we? I don't know. We'll figure it out. So do I use this money or? No, that don't work anymore. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So what do we do here? You know? And what they did, what they really did, though, and this is where the future uh, fortune favors the bold, everybody started stealing everything. When, yeah. the, uh, when the Soviet Union collapsed, the guy who owned uh, the Nets for a little bit and the other guy who owned uh, uh, Chelsea soccer team, they became like these... They call them the Russian oil oligarchs. They these like military guys. They just were like, they were like just selling submarines to like North Korea and shit. They were like, there, there was nobody who, who was in good. control of anything ever, you know. So they were like, everybody was just trying to get like diamonds and rubies. It's pretty crazy. Makes me think of a Lord of War. Have you seen that? Yes, great yeah, when movie. When he's buying all the uh, great movie. Nicholas Cage and he's like yeah. buying and selling guns. Never saw it. <laughs> Jared Leto, that's a great movie. That's a great Jared movie. Jared Leto, yeah. Yeah. Is that uh, Tom Brady's girl, right? Bridget Moynihan? Looking bad in I'm not that sure. Movie. I think so. Tom the Brady's one he puts boot him... up? Yeah, Tom Brady popped a popped a nut inside that chick. Really? Yeah. They the got, wife they in got the movie? A, yeah, they got yeah. a child. Then he puts wait, wait, himself. What? Yeah, Bridget Moynihan. Tom Brady's oldest kid is from Bridget Moynihan. Oh, it was before Giselle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was this recent. Pull, pull up Bridget Moynihan in Lord of War. She is a fox. Is she boy. a minx? She's a minx. Yeah, she's a real. Lord of War is a great movie. We've yeah. talked about some good movies here. These are, these are. And I've seen none of them. These are not like, <laughs> uh, well, everybody should know Coming to America. But the program, amazing movie. I believe it's on Amazon it's on Lord, right now. Lord of War. Oh, yeah. You got to get her in a bathing suit, though, Christian. Come on, buddy. Let's I, go. I don't know if there's too many of her in a bathing suit. Yeah. Lord of War. In Lord of War? Yeah. He, he rents the whole island yeah, for her. Yeah, he rents her. the Come beach on. out for her. Yeah, that's the best picture they got. Uh, you got to watch the movie, I guess, people. Lord of War. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. This is all... Fantastic movie? Oh, yeah. It's a really good movie. Yeah? Really good all movie. All right. Maybe I'll check it out. It's about a Russian dude, a guy, a Russian guy from Brooklyn um, who... He's Jewish. Yeah. Um, who basically... At the fall of the Soviet Union, helped facilitate. Why is that important, you anti-Semite Christian? Well, I was, you know, he's not just Russian. All right. I love Jews. <laughs> Me too. Everybody does. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Um, do we have any comments there, Nat? That we want to talk about? Uh, no, the chat has been pretty empty. This one. Oh, nice. That sounds good. All right, edit that part out. Yeah, for sure, edit that out. <laughs> oh, no release action. It. They've just been quiet. <laughs> yeah, well, edit it out of the thing. Yeah. <laughs>
Edit not. the Jew thing out too, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's this. Uh, yeah, I, I think. What What do you? Let me. Th from somebody that's not. Right. From Let's somebody see. that's not as uh, you know, politically oriented or uh, you know, what is your thoughts on 2020? What do you think is going to happen in 2024? 2020? Uh, 2024. Uh, I don't really know. Uh, do you have any like speculation? I don't know. Yeah, sure. I, I have been, uh, you know, following along a little more in politics and you know speaking up on little bits on the show more because I do believe that if you decide to bury your head in the sand and you know have no involvement in that type of stuff, s people stupider than you will be involved in it and making mm -hmm. all those decisions. We'll pull up that Plato quote you know today, Christian. Like, uh, so yeah, I think you know I I don't really know what's gonna happen. I'm, I got to see how more things play out. Uh, they keep locking up Trump. I I think I feel like both sides are gonna be treating pretty hard, and I feel like the best cheater is gonna sure. win. For sure. That's probably that's my pr projection. I don't know how. I think they're both gonna. I I don't know. I think it's gonna kind of make a mockery of the whole voting thing. Do you do you think the 2020 election was rigged? Yeah. You do. Yeah, the numbers don't make sense. Mm -hmm. And 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 there's too much fishy stuff going on with these with the ballots and mm -hmm. you know. Christian, do you know what my shirt is? Uh, no. Yeah, that's basically exactly what I said. Natalie, the do you know what my shirt is? The price good men pay for indifference to public affairs is to be ruled by evil men. Say, say so it again evil for the people. Stupid. The price good men pay for indifference towards public affairs is to be ruled by evil men. It's like cleaning your room. Plato said that. It's like cleaning your room. Nobody wants to do it. Governance shouldn't be something we aspire to. It should it's like be a brushing chore. Your teeth. Brushing your teeth is a chore. It's, it's a boring. chore. But you gotta do that shit about two, three times a day. If you if you don't, if you don't, unless you're you gonna walk around you with decay. a stinky mouth, you decay. You want you want to be old stinky we, mouth. We all don't be a stinky mouth. That is the biggest thing, Christian, from the pre 9/11 world. We never talked about politics. Nobody gave a shit. There'd be like one political joke on SNL making fun of how Janet Reno looked like a dude. It, it, and now it's so charged. everything. It's so charged. I think Bush, I think Bush kicked that off. There so he just started making a joke about him. him. Yeah, because yeah, he was kind they of. They made a, a whole show like that's my Bush or whatever on mm -hmm. Com where, Comedy Central where it was just like a joke on him. Yeah, yeah. It was wild. Well, they did do the they did they they did do a lot of the Monica Lewinsky stuff with Daryl Hammond as Bill Clinton, which was hilarious. And the you know Will Ferrell as George Bush was hilarious, but that was like legitimately funny. It's devolved yeah, yeah, yeah. into like like hacky. Propaganda, mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's very, you know, very propagandized. Uh, not, it's just not funny, you know. It, yeah. It's. Do you, th it do you think the 2020 election funny. was uh, was rigged, Christian? Uh, the 2020 election was rigged. Um, I don't really know. Haven't done enough research, and honestly, I don't care. You like, don't I care. Just, you in, don't care. In a lot of ways, I just like. I just. Why I feel not? like it's so it's out of my control. I just feel like it's so out of my control, and there's so much bullshit on either side that it's hard to like figure you know hmm. get to the bottom of it so i just kind of stay out of it for the most part nat your thoughts um similar to christian i think that it's it's not impossible but it's also possible you know mm -hmm. like i'm I'm not like someone oh, who's like there's it's no way it could have been rigged because i know people like that i'm like yeah it totally could have we've seen it happen before i don't mm -hmm. know if it was but it could have been honestly i would even go as far to say i'm sure it probably it probably was rigged i would bet more that it was rigged yeah. but i also just don't don't care uh, yeah 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 i guess very interesting i know that's bad but it's just the truth i just don't what are you, you know? 
We only have a few minutes here. What are your thoughts on freedom, Nick? Like, what do you think? Like, when you say freedom, what does freedom mean to you? Um, you never do what you want. Should, should like, there be freedom of speech? Should people be able to say whatever they want online, no matter how bad it is? Um, yeah, you should, I, I mean, I guess. You should be able to say anything you want to say, but, like, if someone doesn't like what you say, you should be able to make your mouth bleed for it. Okay. Okay. So you know I mean, if you want, if, if you, someone wants to go, uh, popping off the n-word you should be like give them a smack in the mouth mm -hmm. maybe make them think twice about saying that. you know I'm, I'm saying you gotta beat his ass him a concussion but maybe make his mouth bleed a little bit mm. pop those teeth into his into his lips consequences for what you say yeah, yeah. but you can the, say the what you want to say you say what you want to say but like if, if you're gonna go and say some hateful hurtful you you should get a little little little, little touch of pain for that and saying basically, you're saying the government should stay out of it. The government shouldn't punish you for what no, you we say, should, we should, but also the government we, shouldn't we punish should, somebody for doing something to you if you say it. Right? They should stay the f out of it. Mm. Yeah, I did, uh, yeah. What are your thoughts, Christian? Um, I didn't ask. I'm, I'm, I, we're, you know, there's, there's a lot of grown -up people out here. Mm -hmm. We don't need a, you know, daddy government to, to all the rules. If you if you take shit too far, you get in trouble. Mm -hmm. From we can handle ourselves. We can police ourselves. We can handle ourselves. I agree. Yeah. Christian, and it needs to be more, more good, ma like ma real masculine men doing stuff. Like if, 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 if you hear, uh, a, like if, if a girl, you know, says that she's like taken advantage of by like a guy, like a guy, like a date rapist, something like that. Mm -hmm. You should, you should go to pay, you should go pay that guy. A visit. Oh, this is where I disagree. That, that is the police. The police does have a place because that girl could be lying there's a you know, there, that's that's a very the police, serious thing. the police should be able to hit him with their batons a bunch sure if he did it <laughs> yeah, yeah did that's it. what i'm saying if if yes of course if they did it. i'm 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 i believe all women gerard <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously like if if you know yeah you know what i'm saying i do i do and i think that that's the way it used to be frankly before the internet, before camera phones, before a camera on every like block, there was just a guy I think who people beat would the shit out of out of a guy who s said he was a trans and followed uh, the guy's daughter into the bathroom and and touched her. Yeah, and I think the the guy beat the shit out of this guy, and the judge was like, "You're good," mm. and that's a good judge. Yeah. So the, we need to take care of our there, own. That should was, be encouraged. There was a video that went viral over the weekend of these two uh, probably teenager, young 20s black guys beat the hell out of these two uh, white girls that were with them uh, on the street in front of everybody. And obviously Twitter turned into Twitter, and it was a whole bunch of uh, craziness about, you know, some people saying, you know, the girls got what they deserved. Uh, you know, other other people. There we go. That's not it. If two guys beat up two women – to ma mass real real men need to go and uh, put the stop to that right away. So this is the point I was getting to is um, everybody wants it's all to get simple. In, everybody wants to get into the racial aspect of this. Everybody's like, well, what would happen if the races were reversed? Who the fuck what cares? would happen? It's everyone's people. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But you so also stupid. do. But Even the fact that we say two, had to say two black guys and two white women. That if it's two white guys hitting two black girls, those guys need to be need to be handled. Sure. That, whoever, whatever it is. Sure. It it, it does. If it's a Chinese and a Latino and a Filipino and a <laughs> Australian. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's all the same. But we we also have to admit the reality of the situation that if right, we if don't it, know what the women did. <laughs> the reality of the situation is, if it wasn't black guys hitting white girls, it would be international news. There would be riots. You know, there is 100% for whatever reason this moment in time. 
you know, there's like immunity and now it, we're seeing it play out poorly. But like you just said, and this was my initial reaction when I saw it was, all right, let's put the race stuff aside. Let's put the, the cultural politics aside. Let's put the gender politics aside. Why did people, this was in the middle of the street. Nobody stopped this. There was not, there was nobody, no man, no woman, every, nobody. Every, every man, nobody every man somebody recorded pussy. It recorded. Every man standing watching that's a pussy. It's recorded. bitch ass. You know, they recorded it. Have some balls. Be bold. It, it, what did Gerard say? Be bold. That's, be a, cha bold. that's a change you can make right there. That's be it. bold. Go, be, be righteous. Be righteous. It, it feels good to be righteous. You what have, are you talking about? You're scared? You're scared with your, with your little balls over there? It's Get the better, fuck out of here. We don't need you. You're a piece of shit. You're it's garbage. Better, guys, You're I waste. Mean, Taking up space. This is this is going to sound melodramatic. positive. This is so melodramatic, and I'm stealing this from my buddy Red Pill Rocky, who's a great follow on Instagram. Great guy. Red Pill Rocky, and he said it all. He And he said it. And this is a guy who served our country. This is a brilliant dude. Uh, an educated guy. Tough guy. Thank you. And he goes... We need to get back to the idea that it is better to die on your feet than live on your knees. Yeah, amen. And that's that's really what it comes down to. Die on your feet before you live on your knees, people. If you see something like that happening and your first reaction is to pull out your phone and record it, you've got the wrong first reaction. That You'll be the person I'll be hitting second. <laughs> yep. But that's kind of... Uh, that's kind of where I'm at on 9-11, man, is, is the, the retrospective, and I appreciate you guys letting me get that off my chest, is, is where this country was before and where this country is after. It's such a stark difference. But I, I think if people recognize it, and I think if we, we come together, and I think if we just – we don't need to even agree on how to fix the, the leaks yet. If we can just agree that the ship is leaking, that would be a huge step in the right direction. All right, brother. All right. So for Christian over here in the Podcast Junkie Studio, for Natalie Christian, back. subpar performance today. Okay. Duly, duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that went way better than with our old producer. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for Natalie back I, I in New York. I give you feedback. In yeah, gas, digital. For the great Mickey Gall, I'm Gerard Michaels. This has been Slick and Thick. If you enjoy Slick and Thick and the rest of Gas Digital, you can check it out for free by using the code SNT. SNT to check out everything Gas Digital has. Legion of Skanks, Part of the Problem, Michael Bisming, and Slick and Thick every Monday and Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Hey, like G said, 9-11, never forget. Learn from it. Learn Peace. from it. Peace. Love you. <laughs>